0: The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by deck Marine Products. Proudly made in the USA, customizable deck no-skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.sedeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K dot com. And now, it's showtime. Recognized as the official voice of Toad
1: Water Sports for over a decade, his vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast. With the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano, the Mano,
0: Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in to the first episode of the Golden Mike Podcast for 2017. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan the Mano, recording this portion of the podcast for the cold, wintry North Chicagoland area. Looking forward to being back down in sunny Orlando next week, but now it's time for some audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Malibu Boats, the world's largest manufacturer of water sports towboats. The 2017 season is coming up, so stay tuned to MalibuBoats.com for information on pro and amateur grassroots events, nation, and worldwide. The Malibu Evolution Pro Series and Malibu rider experience hit the road this spring, and you won't want to miss the action. Go to MalibuBoats.com for more information on events and dealers in your area, athletes, videos, and the entire 2017 Malibu line of boats. Well, with that being said, we can lead right into today's guest. Constructed by Malibu Boats, or AXIS Wake Research Boats, and sponsored by AXIS, is my guest today, who happens to be making his second audio appearance here on the Golden Mike Podcast. Known worldwide as the king of the cable, Tom Fouché is back. I knew I wanted to have Tom back on the podcast since the release of his first episode, Back in February 2015, I had a lot of positive feedback from so many listeners. I've been super lucky to work with Tom Fouché at the handful of cable events I announce every year, but I actually met Tom over a decade ago back in Texas. You know, Tom, he's one of the hardest working and most humble guys in the industry, and even with uh, such veteran status, the dude still rips. He took a major win in the WWA's Wake Park World Series over the summer and he reclaimed his title at Cable Stock last spring for like the 12th time, probably more than that. Although I still see so many achievable accolades for Tom in the future, I think he realizes the reality of longevity in the sport are maybe on the thinner side. Tom is now not only competing, still at the highest levels, he's organizing events, judging. Behind the scenes, he's writing post-event press releases, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom was in the room helping put the deals together for like some of the biggest events in the world, like Wake Park Nationals and The Worlds, which, well, together in 2016, probably had close to 1,000 entries between the two events. Needless to say, y'all should enjoy this one, because Tom has a great personality, and let's face it. He's a talker. Well, we traveled together from the U.S. all the way to the Philippines back in October for the Wake Park World Championships. And after close to 40 hours or more of traveling, we arrived at Kamsur Water Sports Complex on Naga Island. About a one-hour flight from Manila or like an eight-hour drive-by bus from what I understand. We arrived in Tom Road. After Tom Road, we cracked a couple of brewskis, Texas-style, of course, and we just talked, unscripted. So again, I say I hope you all enjoy this one. Hey, and speaking of the Philippines and Kamsur Watersports Complex in general, uh, just about a week ago, I think it was Christmas, CWC was hit by a nasty super typhoon. And to my understanding, nobody was injured, but the damage was insane. They're rebuilding right now and already riding from what I hear, and uh, I I think it's still appropriate to send our positive thoughts in that direction, and maybe you guys can check out the CWC Facebook page, and you can follow up on their progress for yourselves. You know, I had such a great time out there for Wake Park Worlds uh, last October, and, you know, we're supposed to be going back there again in 2017 and 2018, and although the place has kind of been destroyed My guess is they're probably going to put that property together, and better than ever. I mentioned earlier I was still up here in the north, a little uh, post-holiday chill up here, and oh, it is cold up here in Illinois. I'm going to be heading back down to Orlando in just a few days, and I can't wait to be back down in the sunny Orlando weather and back on the water. In fact, it's my New Year's resolution to get on the water more. I plan to ride a whole heck of a lot more this year, and maybe some of you, my listeners, can keep me accountable for that. Maybe when I'm in your town, I can catch a ride on your boat. You know, hey, Dano, come take a rip with us. You know, wakeboard, wakeskate, wakesurf, barefoot, slalom, ski, anything. I'll ride whatever, my friends. Ask me, maybe I can come out on your boat. That'd be pretty cool. I'll even bring some gas. Hey, and speaking of New Year's resolutions, today's audio montage will include New Year's resolutions from riders at the last event of the year that I announced over at the Orlando Water Sports Complex. I'm talking about that slider spectacular. We'll get to that here in just a moment, but first I want to remind you all the Golden Mike podcast is still brought to you for free twice monthly on the first and third Wednesday of each of those months. You can find us online at noiseofthenorth.com. We are now available on SoundCloud, so be sure to subscribe right there, as well as on iTunes, guys. Hop on iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone Uh, search us, subscribe to the Golden Mike Podcast, then click that middle button and rate and review the show. To keep this podcast no charge to you, the listeners, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski and Surf, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Boulder Boats, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy C4 Belts, and Leadwake.com. Follow me on social media, Instagram at DanoTMano, on Twitter at TheDanoTMano, and at the Golden underscore Mike, And be sure to like the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook. You guys can always reach me through email, GoldenMike at noiseofthenorth.com. Super public email, guys. I read them all. Just send them over. Hey everybody, I'm still looking for those photos of what you received from the December Virtual Swag Toss. Post them on Facebook to the Golden Mike Podcast page or just tag the Golden Mike Podcast. I've got some new stickers in the works and a post like that just may earn you a couple of those mailed right to your front door. All right, well let's get on to today's audio montage New Year's resolutions from the riders and folks at the Orlando Water Sports Complex Sliders Spectacular 2016. The event happened early December and was my final contest of the year. We had an awesome turnout, but an even better time. It was a great event. It, it always is, like 13 or 14 straight years in a row. Email me, Golden at with your New Year's resolution. I'll read them out on the next show if I get any of those. And enjoy today's audio montage. Then I'll be back with the king of the cable himself, the one and only Tom Fouche, right here on the Golden Mike Podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Sean Murray. My New Year's resolution is I want to prepare a meal for my family at least one night a week. Daniel Miles, what's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to try as many new tricks as possible. Hi, I'm Chad Whirl, and my New Year's resolution is to be the next Dano
1: the Oh yeah. This is Kirby Leisman, and my New Year's resolution, as always, is to gain 10 pounds of muscle and do as many lessons in Fort Myers as we did at Lake of the Ozarks in the summer. Hey, I'm Taylor McCullough, and my New Year's resolution is um, I already forgot. I'm Jake Palat and my New Year's resolution is to get a deep brown tan for 2017. Hey, my name is Brian Grubb and my New Year's resolution this year is to do new things and travel to new places.
0: Hey, my name is John Dryling and my New Year's resolution is to not knock out any more teeth. My is Kilko Adams and my New Year's resolution is to win Snowboard Nationals. I'm Trent Stuckey and my New Year's resolution is to land a backside 1080. How's it going, Tyler? Heim? here, Junior Pro Rider. My New Year's resolution is to get better at yo-yoing. Hey, my name is Phil Serish
1: of Unish Way One Magazine and my new resolution for the next year is stay young. Hey, my name is Janelle Cohen and my New Year's resolution well, I'm just going to mess around for another year.
0: Junior Pro Wakeboard Athlete Clayton Holiday. My New Year's resolution is to have a good Attitude.
1: Even if I have a bad set. Hey, my name is Ian Smith. I'm from Orlando, Florida, and my New Year's resolution is to grow an even better beard.
0: My name is Jamie Lapina, and my New Year's resolution is to get a puppy. Uh,
1: hello, bonjour. Je m'appelle Olivier Rome And uh, my resolution
0: this year is uh, to learn to speak the English uh, in a good way. The World Wake Park Champion Gunther Oka. Well, Daniel, something I've been thinking about a lot is uh, I want to try to change my diet up. You know, maybe start hitting the gym. I've never, never done. That in the past so I think it'd be something good to start for on 2017. deck non-skid closed cell EVA products offer safe and comfortable alternatives to molded in non-skid paint on textures and other marine traction products employee owned and made in the USA deck is UV protected non-absorbent foam and features an innovative textured micro dot surface for enhanced non-slip characteristics. deck offers hundreds of standard patterns for anything from kayaks and paddle boards to fishing boats, wake boats and just about anything you can think of. Looking for something a bit more custom? Seadeck can facilitate just about any idea you can think of. Check out SeaDeck.com for more info on everything SeaDeck. Again, that's S E A D E K.com.
1: Presented by Seadeck Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the North, Dano the Mano.
0: All right, man. Here we are, dude. We made it finally.
1: Yeah, here we are. A CWC that is Cam Water Watersports Complex all
0: the way in, around the world. Yep, sir. Naga City, Philippines, man. That's right. That's right. Another great year, man. So 2016, it was a great year, man. You uh, you you won um, you won Wake Park World Series stop number two in um, in Dominican Republic. You won the features only division. Uh, you podiumed at yeah, U.S. Nationals. Stoked.
1: Podiumed at both uh, both divisions at U.S. Nationals, and uh, won the Punta the Malibu boats Punta Cana Pro and traditional, and podiumed on on features. Man, so uh, it's been a steady year. You know, I'm always excited to ride with a lot of these young guns, and uh, they keep me on my toes, man.
0: Well, I wanted to I, I wanted to catch up with you and do this before the actual um, contest. You're not an easy man, though, because. Everybody wants a piece of Tom Fouché here. Everywhere you go, bro, they want to talk to you. They want to chat with you. You're the king of the cable, dude.
1: Well, it's uh,
0: you know, it's it's been a
1: literally, I guess i said say a long road. You know, I came here the very first time this place had ever opened. You know, and all there was was a cable park here. And you know, now you and I are sitting in uh, in front of. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and call it Condo 164 out of 200 plus. It's My cottage. You know, so uh, that should give you a sign right there. It's just 200 different little. Cottage huts, condos—you know—amongst everything else, there. This is wakeboarding
0: paradise. I mean, is there anywhere else in the world quite like CWC? And definitely not in America. There's, I guess, I guess uh, BSR, the Barefoot Ski Ranch. They've kind of have a little bit of the cottage thing around the lake going on. But I mean, this is this is—is this place been literally built to be a wakeboard community?
1: One hundred percent. You know, and that's what um, El Ray and uh, now the current governor um, Miggs. VilFuerte have done you know not only have they built the ultimate wakeboarding paradise where you can do literally any form of wakeboarding that you want any type of pull, but what's really cool is you know their dream and philosophy behind this facility is how they've helped their local economy. I mean this place has provided so many jobs to their you know all the locals here so it's not just done a lot for wakeboarding which i cannot think enough to these guys but it's done a lot for the city of naga
0: you were here 10 years ago upon opening man you're a veteran and you know this is this is the second time that i'm having you on the podcast and it's pretty special because i'm having you as the opener for for 2017 so um muchas gracias well i appreciate you for for wanting to to kind of sit down and chat but um you know, you've got a, a a ton of stuff going on. We we already talked, you know, just three events. We're here, Wake Park World, but you had a pretty heavy summer, right? You did, did a little bit of traveling this year?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've done a, done a lot of uh, international and domestic travel. You know, I really try to focus a lot of my season this year on, on really, you know, really helping my brands out that I represent. You know, I really try to focus on doing a lot of liquid force free-for-alls and trying to get... Uh, not only more people into wakeboarding, but letting them know, you know, how great of a brand Liquid Force is and what we back. And, uh, you know, and also doing the same with, with uh, Malibu Axis, you know. Those guys have been nothing but amazing to me. And just trying to get out and share the wonder of how amazing, you know, uh, boating is and how it is to be out on a Malibu or an Axis boat, you know. And and uh, like I said, when I was in Punta Cana, these guys support me and the type of events that I really like, which are the boat and cable events. So, you know, I want to spread the stoke and, and, uh, let everybody know how amazing these brands are.
0: They got to ask you about that, man. You, since you're, we're kind of chatting about the sponsors and stuff right now, uh, no secret. And, I don't know if last time you were on the podcast, if Monster had dropped out of the scene quite yet, but uh, that, that had to be a big hit for you.
1: Yeah, that that was really heavy, Dano, and um, that was actually, we. you know, we did my, my, the last podcast, it was like right on my 30th birthday. Really? So here we are, yeah, it was two years later, I remember we were sitting up there in Dallas at uh, at yeah. Hydras for the uh, points chase final, but yeah, that that was a really heavy one, you know, it was... Um, It was not only, obviously it was a huge blow to myself, but we, you know, one of the things I was really bummed about was it was a big blow to, uh, wakeboarding in general, you know, it pulled out, we have no more, uh, triple crown. Um, there was a, there was a few things that, that it kind of, yeah, wake stock. I mean, there was a lot of things that it did to wakeboarding and, um, you know, and it, and it hurt us across the board. Not just, like I said, myself, other athletes, but other brands too. And, uh. Yeah, you know, I I got to say this. I am I'm a huge football fan. And he is one amazing player, but I just could not draft Rob Gronkowski on my team because of this whole
0: situation. <laughs> so that's basically what happened was Monster basically dropped out of the action sports game or just the wakeboard game? Uh,
1: and- you know, from my knowledge, this is, you know, this is from my understanding. Uh, I would say this is unofficial. But he you said, know, she said. Exactly. He said, she said. You know, I, I just see that there's no more uh, wake within Monster and... Uh, Rob Gronkowski represents the brand, so the money had to come from somewhere. And um, wakeboarding, to me at least, that's where it looks like it came from. So, uh, you know, as, as an amazing of a player as he is, I just couldn't pull him on my fantasy team at all. So uh, I don't blame you, brother. Yeah, you know, hopefully all you wakers out there didn't draft him either.
0: Um, so, Tom, you know, moving on from, like, the the sponsor stuff, um, talking about you and kind of your role within the industry and um, outside of just, like, riding um, organizing is something that we talked about, and this year, uh, you well, you've been you've had your hands in the mix for organizing a little bit, but it seems like this year you've really stepped up. And um, an event that you have to be really proud of is uh, the WWA. Uh, Wake Park Nationals that went down in Orlando, Florida. You guys Absolutely. crushed it. What was it, over 300? Well,
1: we had we had over 400 entries, Dano, and uh, I, I mean, I'm not I wouldn't specifically quote me on this, but that perhaps could be the largest wakeboarding event of all time as far as uh, participation level. Um, you know, and I, and I gotta give it to it, like our team that we have, our Blake Hess, Josh Wright, Brad Satterley, uh, we're newly added Jake Palat, to the team, Donald Shelbrick, um, just our whole crew that we had, you know, we, um, not only do we all work together, but they all really busted their rear ends to do it. Um, you know, Blake and Brad are the two behind the scenes that really, uh, helped create that whole thing happen. And, um, you know, it's to run that much in that short, in four days, you know, we're, we, every rider gets at least two chances to ride. So, you know, you're looking at least 800 rides right there in just the four amount of days so a lot of talking it's yeah exactly (laughs) i'm sure you exactly you know man but you know it's uh it's a really special event because it it really like i was getting in earlier man it's really helping to grow the sport you know we're really glad to see that we're getting more entries people are really stoked on the format, the, the environment that the whole thing is in. And, um, you know, I've really been involved a lot of it. I've been involved with points chase since the beginning. Okay. And so like,
0: like talk about your involvement and what you're like, what are you doing? Are you going out there? Are you canvassing the town? <laughs>
1: like, what are you, <laughs> well, you know, and this is kind of a role, a little bit, a role that I've kind of been stepping into at WWA. But, um, first off, you know, being, uh, what I would like, I mean, the amateur chief judge type role, um, I definitely handle a lot with uh, with a lot of the writers, um, the formatting, the percentages, all that type of stuff. But also, you know, I work a lot with Blake on venues and in uh, and, and the WWA. I, I will definitely say that merging with the WWA has been absolutely nothing but a great success. And we are very thankful for them to do that with us and give uh, for the two of us to work together. And- well, it's because
0: last time we actually uh, recorded on the podcast, we were recording from the um national points chase finals right and that event is the event that merged together with wake park nationals
1: yeah that's uh you know that's where our numbers and everything we wanted to kind of like i said earlier grow everything so uh the two the two i sat down with uh with shannon and dishman and hess and um man it was just it was awesome actually that meeting was it was amazing we everybody in there was just pumped it went it went really smooth um a lot quicker than i would have expected you know it was like agreeing to terms immediately we liked everything that was going on we we were all on the same page and that's the that's why it's a great partnership
0: so this year we didn't do boat and cable uh nationals together we separated them which i think was a good thing because both of them were huge we had you know a record amount of people at both events but um then malibu put the punta cana pro on which which for the last 2 years now Um, Malibu ends the season with a cable-slash-boat event. Um, I think it's more appropriate in pro. I I really do, just because, like, it's easier if you only have, you know, 40 riders on boats. Absolutely,
1: man. You know, and it's, like... I, I, I love that about Malibu. You know what? The last event of the year is always, like, the funnest. Malibu takes us to the best places, you know? Like, I got to give props to my bu- my good bud, Bryant Thomas, out there, man. He does the research. He makes it all happen. I mean, Punta Cana was so much fun, you know? And all the riders out there, you know, not only was the atmosphere fun to ride in, but, you know, everybody out brought their babes out there, you know? Like, we made vacation. It was so much fun hanging out together, you know? I mean... Listening to Mike Dowdy do karaoke is pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: That was, I <laughs> set the tone.
1: I don't know if you were. Yeah, you were. Actually, you, you started out with a banger, you yeah. know, and, and, and Mossy followed it up. and then going uh, stroke my ego a little bit more. <laughs> I, I don't play Hey, that was very impressive, man. Very impressive.
0: Yeah, man, it was that that was fun. Yeah, so you know, moving forward, you like on the pro side, even on the amateur side, do you do you think that we sh- do you think that we're going to see more of these uh, cl- collaborations between boat and cable events? Do you think that's what's right for the sport? That's what we need.
1: I mean, you know, as long as if they can let me keep my involvement in it, that's exactly what I'd like to see. You know, and uh, what's really cool again, you know, I'm. I'm I've said it over and over, but brands like Malibu, you know, have recognized that. And that's what's that's what's killer about it, you know. And um, if we're going to bring somebody into wakeboarding, whether their first time or whatever, they if they fall in love with it doing it on the cable, we want them to fall in love with doing it on the boat and vice versa, you know. And um, that's why I fully believe in these events, you know, like this. And even though we're not having boat here at Wake Park Worlds, you know this is a site. We have a beautiful boat lake right here that the gov Elray designed it's the shorelines are absolutely immaculate. And then he's got this double up cove at the end. Uh, I've had some of my, my greatest boat runs in histories here, you know, the, the ultimate weight championships that we had in 2008 and 2009, uh, some very big highlights in my career, you know? Uh, so it's, it's something that's been happening for a while, and uh, it, I, I foresee it happening more and more, you know, whether it's professional. and It needs to happen at both professional and amateur events, you know. I like the way Malibu does it at the end of the year, professional only. But, you know, during the middle of summer when the kids are out of school, we need to keep them active, you know, keep hey, them well, on the water.
0: I, I guess, you know, I guess we could do, like, Wake Park Nationals and Boat Nationals at the same, same time. It was awesome. It, for, on my end, it's a bummer because— I want to be at both events. I want to be It's Tough for you, know you on your part, yeah. I want. I want to be announcing it, and on my end too. You know, it's. I'm honored to be at every event, but I don't want to announce eight to ten to twelve hours a day. Oh, that's tough, I'm sure. Exactly. And I don't want to do that for three to four to five to six to seven days in a row. You, know, I, I can't. I mean, uh, you, I can you'll maybe, have no voice. I can do maybe at this point in my career, I can maybe do. Four ten-hour days in a row. We need to work
1: out a deal with you and Mark on the mic.
0: Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's, yeah, it's, it's it's a. It'd be nice. It'd be nice.
1: <laughs> get him well, there
0: for four days instead of two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, tag it, You know, I'm I'm out. You're in. Yeah. Get or maybe start developing a few more announcers or something like that. But you know, like uh, you know, on, on on my end, you know, where do I go from here? Do I you know. Uh, start doing some more TV hey, the, stuff. The, the sky's the limit for you, Dan. Yeah. You
1: know that's that's one thing I like doing right here for you because uh, you know as far as you're you're not just doing wakeboard events too. You know, like you you cover the whole water sports in general. So, uh, but you know, something like announcing, you know, it's your body doesn't get too old and start saying you
0: need to slow down there. That's where you're, you're set You're hey, set pretty well. Here's something that you don't know. I've been kneeboarding a lot lately.
1: Oh, I had a I had a time in my life about 8 9 years ago and the funny thing is I really like that you just pulled this up because I a, my buddy of mine just tagged me in this video that I made and I'm going to give you guys a chance to dig up some dirt on me right now. It's really funny and I'm not ashamed by it, but it's it was a time in my life. Anyways, back in uh, I think it was 09, maybe 08, there's a a video I made with my good friend Cody Johnson and they just it just resurfaced and we made with all of us wakeboarding back then and we did it for like two, three months and we were just like so stoked on it in a funny way because we were every time we'd kneeboard for twenty minutes, we would learn like eight new tricks. And we did it to this old heavy metal song. And if you can find this, it's only on Facebook. It's not on Vimeo or YouTube. It'll give you a nice little chuckle. We set up a couple little gaps, too. We were riding on the system, too. I even made a a minute-and-a-half-long video in Australia one time with Sean Watson
0: kneeboarding. That one you can find on Vimeo. Kneeboarding? Vimeo. Kneeboarding is a good time, man. I have no problem. I did have a problem with it growing up. I didn't like it. Uh, Respect
1: why? to Frankie, dude. Oh, Frankie Pano, the other man-o. Dude, I, actually, man, I, 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 I will actually admit this in full honesty. I sat out last time I was at O-Dub during Wake Park Nationals after it was all done and over with. We got finished up by like 4 p.m., a couple hours left. Well, crew kneeboarders showed up, and I sat there on the park bench by myself and watch them for like an hour, hour and a half straight. And I was blown away. Have like, you seen
0: that clip of that guy, John Hill? Yes. And, you know, that's
1: who I was going to plug because he was our cable operator during Wake Park Nationals. And he was one of the guys I got to watch ride. But the clip of him at Terminus, it's been floating around the Internet, especially Instagram. Have you seen this, Dano? The one of him doing the huge, like, 40-foot gap? Yes. It is insane. And it just, whole nother respect. I actually, can somebody get that guy out here to CWC? I want to see him. I think he could go rail He's to hurt rail right now. I know. I I want him to re. We, he needs to start a GoFundMe for him to come out here to CWC to film and edit. I would love to see us. Maybe maybe that's something we
0: should start a GoFundMe. I know, but here, here's a here's a thing that I that I found with like a lot of weight. And and you mentioned it a little bit before about how you know I'm I'm kind of engulfed in a little bit of everything when it comes to I love water it. sports. But I, I see it on the wakeboard end of things, and I see it on the water ski end of things, and, um, I, I don't know. Like sometimes I think you know, as much as as much as I think we have come past the animosity between the different sports and stuff like that, sometimes I feel like some wakeboarders are just like w- like when they find out that I like to water ski, and they're just like, wow, that's, that's so nineties. You know what I mean? That's like, so nineties. <laughs> and 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 even like I heard somebody talking trash about you know kneeboarding and kind of like goofing on on john and it's like for for what he was doing and it's like dude the guy goes out there he's putting his body on the line he's trying his hardest to, to take a dying sport sorry to say but you know and even though I, we call it a dying sport yet i bet they sell more kneeboards than wakeboards well actually <laughs> um, i think it's reemerging.
1: well I, I might i would go to the extent maybe say it was a dying sport but I you know there's actually it's picking up again you no, know, and I, so. I i i i couldn't i could not be the guy to tell you the numbers on that by any means, but at least from what I've seen across that old internet thing. Yeah. I've seen a lot more kneeboarding videos, a yeah. lot more riders. You know these days, and and you know what they're doing their best, and props to them. Like with uh, with what they're doing, because what we like the thing we saw of John, I would not think about even hitting that safety that he did on a wakeboard. Let alone he did it on a kneeboard. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but now, know, but now he props. did it. and
0: Now you can go
1: and do that on a, on a wakeboard and. I'm gonna pull the uh, I'm old excuse on that one.
0: Leave leave. <laughs> Props that, one. I, that
1: is all you do. I don't wanna steal his thunder on that man. He needs he deserves that. Let him have it.
0: You can give that to a uh, little rubber kid. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, man. Say <laughs> so, but you know, I'm I'm actually right there with you, Dano. You know, this is this is a day and age when uh I think we actually all need to be uniting, you know, and, and trying to uh come together just to get people out on the water because it's you know, it's 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 not a large community. We all, I mean, for the most part, if you've been around the industry for a while, you know, you know all the water skiers, you know a lot of the show skiers, you know a lot of the kneeboarders, you know how many? I, I, had I a think we put her on the podcast. Exactly, you know. And I, I'm just thinking about this whole one. I got how many people have we plugged? Like we've been, we've Blake Hess is a show skier. We just talked about Frankie Pano, John. You know, like we're we're talking all about all these different water sports, and you know what? They all can be done behind the boat. They all can be done on the cable. Our goal should be to get people out one way or another because, you know what, I, I can use myself as a prime example. I started out three-event water skiing or water skiing, and you know what, I've moved on to wakeboarding, so I, I've contributed. Yeah, but you don't have a problem with three-event water skiing. No, 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 I mean, it's my roots. You know, that's what you did in the early 90s, late 80s, you know. that's You, you water skied because directional boards we too buoyant and too hard to ride back too then. Too hard you know? to find it. it wasn't too like hard to fit, find. You know,
0: it wasn't like everybody had one out. And you know, you, you, I I remember maybe ninety two, the first time I ever rode a wake uh, a ski board. Uh, some guy pulled up to our boat and I took a rip on it or something. My dad may have let me ride it or something like that. And of course, my dad did look at it and go, "Last <laughs> time you're ever going to do that."
1: <laughs> I, <you> know, that's <laughs> funny you say it because I remember a popular thing back in the day, uh, early nineties. Seeing uh, a lot of the water skiers Wear the shirt that said If it was easy It would be called wakeboarding Right So you know But again Like uh, I I, You know I I feel at least with those two sports You know we're past that And um, you know These day and ages We uh, We just want to get people Out on the water Some sort of way or another And out behind a boat And out on the cable You know Because You're going to want to To You're going to find your place In one of these sports You know experience
0: at all And we'll end We'll end That on this note here, if you haven't tried it, go and do so. If you've never barefooted, look up Keith. Uh, look up Keith Saint Ange when you're down in Florida. Go barefoot nice. with him. Um, uh, when when you're at OWC uh, in Orlando, maybe take a run, a slalom run with Wade Cox. Or or, or if you're in Orlando, meet up with Thomas Degasper. You know T Gas Ski School. There you go. And go for a slalom run. Hey, uh, if you're
1: in San Antonio, go to the ski uh, the uh SeaWorld Ski Show. Yeah, Go check that out while you're watch there. Watch
0: it, watch it, and respect it, and, and don't don't hate on it until you try it, right? Exactly,
1: don't knock it until you try it, man. Hey, you know, and it, that's funny you say that too, Dano, because some of my f- favorite memories at the cable park, I'm going to throw out one, for example. It was one year during Cable Stock when Blake Hess was just like, all right, the cable is just, it was just Danny Hampson, Shane Bonifay, myself, I think Watson was there, and it was just us riding this cable at night, but we weren't riding wakeboards. It was just like, Whatever you can find in the cable office, go find it. You know, I was riding a trick ski, and then I was riding a two by four. Danny Hampson was riding a wakeboard, he did his first ever air trick on it, like and in the funny thing was we had the best time out there. We were riding all different sorts of we were riding slalom skis, you know. Uh Watson and Hess went for a barefoot around the cable. Like we were just doing it all and the funny thing was we were having such a good time. Like the the energy, everything else out there was amazing, you know, and like and that's kind of what I mean, you know? It was like Sometimes you need a little change
0: up, gives you uh, you know gives you that new new fresh outlook to it. You know, yeah. not saying that you need to go and and put all of your um, uh, eggs in eggs one basket. In, yeah, exactly. For some reason, I was I was thinking marbles, <laughs> but that I guess that doesn't really make any uh, sense. That, it's but. been a minute since I have played some marbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, Tom. Let me ask you, man. Let's 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 talk about boating here. Um, Axis Pro Team Rider um we talked about it before it's pretty impressive being being the king of the cable and uh being sponsored by a boat brand but you obviously bring a lot to the brand um axis pro team rider um what's your boat what are you riding on right now
1: oh man you know it's an absolutely uh it's a blessing to be a part of this company especially at the moment right now you know these guys uh all the people that are working there are Borderline, some of my favorite people I've ever worked with in the industry, if not the. Um, so, again, you know, I just want to first off say it's a blessing to be part of a brand like that. But uh, current setup, you know, that I, I prefer and I ride right now is the A24. Um, and, uh, man, I can get real technical, tell you my speed. I can tell you how I weight it, you know, yeah, my well, rope actually, length, all that good stuff. Actually, kind of,
0: I, I um, after your last podcast, Actually got some requests to hear nice. how you do do that. Well, so. I'll give
1: you I'll give you the quick run through. You know, uh, I prefer to ride at a little bit different length and speed uh, that most people do, but it, it's what I love. I like to ride at eighty two and a half, at twenty four point two miles per hour. With uh, I would go and say about sixty percent weight. Actually, is what I prefer um, in the. Uh, I'd say more, yeah. Probably it's fifty to sixty percent of the weight in the front versus the the uh, the rear. And actually, to get real specific, you know, I love our base motor that we have on the A24. It does so much duty now. We do have a new six liter for 2017, but I'm gonna just give you a quick run through for those people that have a 2016 and back, you know, I run two seven fifties in the locker. I run a 350 through the nose. And then I run a 950 pound arrow bag that we made with straight line liquid force on top of that. And that is with the wedge down. And that is with the base motor, with the tanks full running over 4,000 pounds of ballast with our base motor. And, uh, man, it delivers. I've, I've been very impressed with it. And, um, you know, and what's even better is I ride on a very small, narrow lake, and the boat does not drive or handle like a twenty-four foot boat. It drives like a 20, 22 foot boat. It's it's incredible. I'm I am such uh, fully behind the Axis uh, models because it's it's exactly you know the guy like me out of college. It's exactly what I'm looking for. It's the boat that delivers an amazing wake uh what you do the performance the way it's built everything about it delivers what i am looking for and you know what the best part about it is i can put my dad i can put anybody in my in that driver's seat and i don't have to tell them a thing they know exactly what to do it's all right there in front of them it's self-explanatory
0: hey everybody gonna take a quick break right now to mention some advertising opportunities with the golden Mike podcast this year If you're interested in having your brand advertised on the podcast, let me know by sending an email to goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com and put advertising in the subject line. I've got plenty of creative options and our reach within the toad water sports industry grows with every single episode. Get in on the industry's only audio podcast featuring the top names past and present now running into our fourth year in a row. Again, email Golden at noiseofthenorth advertising in that subject line, and help keep the Golden Mike podcast delivering audio sunshine for many years to come. Now, let's get back to my guest, Tom Fouché. Let me ask you, man. In this day and age, let me like let me ask you. In this day and age, um, you know, back in the old days all the manufacturers, it was all about the tiniest wake, the tiniest wake, the tiniest wake. Now it's all about the biggest wake and now it's moving for, and, and, and the companies, the brands have gotten there. I mean, I don't know how much bigger or better you can make a wakeboard wake at this point, but now for me, I can go, let's just, let's just say like something like an MXZ from Malibu. I could go up behind that boat with on no weight in it, no ball. You know, obviously comes stock ballast and stuff, and obviously most riders are taking that stock <laughs> ballast and adding extra on top of that. Um, but I can go to that boat unweighted, wakeboard, trick ski, slalom ski, anything, and it, at depending on what the speed is, all good for me what I mean wakes are massive these days, and sometimes I think for like some tiny little kids and some beginners, sometimes the wakes are maybe you know a fully weighted boat it it's too much what what are you like what are your thoughts on it because you know we were running a fully weighted boat in Cancun, you were riding behind it the wake the wake was packing you know what I mean and oh yeah i mean but but what what are you like what are your thoughts on? On these big wakes now. Well,
1: actually, and you know what? That's where I got to give Malibu more credit, you know? Um, a lot of these boats these days are designed pretty much to the wake cleans up and it's at its best shape and best spot, you know, in this 21 half to like 25 to 24 half foot mile, or uh, excuse me, mile per hour range. Well, Malibu, what Malibu's done really good about it is they have a great shape wake at slower speeds It cleans up, and it's still good then for the more entry-level riders so that this way, you know, they can get a grasp of it without going the high speed, without having a lot of these, um, you know, the the higher speed crashes, you know? So you can take a lot of the pain out of it so you can progress, and that's what uh, is really awesome about it, you know, is – you can get something, you know, without all the weight out of these boats. You drain all the weight out of it. You can slow down the speed, and you still got a great shape wake that you can progress with. So as you learn more, you can start speeding up the boat and start filling up these tanks and start playing with where your wedge is at. All these great things that Malibu has there, you know. is uh, So, you know, it's again, it's like as we progress in the sport, the boats are progressing with us. And, um, you know, it's it's... I got the chance to ride behind the M235 down there in Punta Cana and OMG, you know, I just keep thinking, I'm like, there's no way wakes can get any bigger and somehow these guys make it happen and deliver, you know, and, uh, and especially what's even more impressive is to do it in salt water, Like, wow, delivers amazing, hell's up clean. I mean, uh, I, again, like I can't speak high enough about it and, uh, it's just nothing better of a feeling than to back a product that you feel so solidly
0: behind. Yeah, no doubt. I'm 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 with you on that, man. I think uh I think all the manufacturers are doing a great job and um you know, for me, like I said, I I prefer I like unweighted, you hey. know?
1: Wait till you get re- behind that brand new response TXI, Daniel. Oh yeah, that's gonna be real nice. Yeah, those guys do a good job, man. You know, like I, I love the look that they that they give right there. You know, it's um, it's the cushion, but with the uh, with the physical appeal, man. Those guys do a good job.
0: Yeah, well, hey, play your, your cards right. I might be able to talk to somebody and get you that um, that. Uh, that- Texas star of yours. Uh, oh man, up some C deck for yeah.
1: you. Texans love Texas, you know. Yeah. Hey, th- there's there's a the, right there. Actually, you, you might have just found a booming idea right there. Let's, get those guy, get those guys that Lone Star logo, man. You know, like I said, it's really funny because every time we get these Texas edition boats that come into uh, Texas Malibu at TSR, they sell so quick, man. You know, and, and again, I hate to be that guy, and I'm, I so am when I look at that thing, and I'm like.
0: I want that, <laughs> and there's that accent. And there it comes. It I want that, y'all. Hey, man. So since I talked to you last, I know that you um, you you invested a little bit into Texas Malibu and TSR Texas Ski Ranch and uh, um, part owner, right? One of the owners there.
1: Well, you know, and it's uh, yeah, you know, it it's it's most likely gonna be where my future is beyond um, the athlete side of things. You know. Uh, Again, like I try to be very well-rounded, Dano. I love doing these events with the WWA. I love working with Blake on the points chase stuff. But you know, as far as the the nine to fiver goes, you know, I know my body's not going to be. It's going to be pretty angry at me here soon. Not sure when. It's it's treating me better than it should. Uh, at some point, you know, that's where my future's probably going to lie. You know, that's it's five minutes from my house. I love all the people there. Um, it's it's you know I've revolved my career around the place. It's treated me well. Um, we have a great partnership there. You know, here I go with that word again. And and uh, I I think I want to give back to that place like it's given back to me. Um, you know, so that's one of the places I definitely see myself uh, working around. And my good friend Josh writes uh, moving back there. So uh, you know the the dream is to be that you know me and my best bud can. Uh, go and, and work at that place and uh you know bring some bring our bring our youth into it and uh transform it into uh to one of the greatest wake parks in the world like it already which, is yeah well, I was going to say
0: which I think it which I think it already well, and, is you know there, and but. again
1: it's it's we we partner with all the best brands there are in in the wake industry and and um, you know it's again it's a way I can continue my relationships with the people I love to work with both at Liquid Forest, Malibu and uh keep bringing you in Danio, to for uh Cable stock, you know. Maybe we're, we're going to have you in for the cable stock twentieth year. Yeah, you well, we just
0: hit fifteen.
1: We just hit fifteen, so uh, yeah, I can't wait for for year twenty and thirty and however long it
0: will let us be. So, well, this better be Shuski Nationals year. That's all I. can Every say. Every other like, 2017. year, twenty seventeen. Yeah, but it's been. This will be the third or fourth year since we've done <laughs> exactly. it. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I can't wait. We're, we're going <laughs> to dig up some uh, some people for this one too. We're going to make it happen. All right. Um, since we're here in the Philippines. And I know you've been here before, and I know you've got on-the-mic stories and off-the-mic stories. <laughs> I need to get at least one from you. One of each, huh? No, you don't have to give me an off-the-mic. I mean, as <laughs> much as everybody probably would love one. Um, yeah, actually, I, I would actually love to share
1: one of those, too, but uh, I don't want to embarrass some of my friends. What, so. are,
0: what are what are like your earliest memories of the Philippines in this cable park. Well, actually I'm going to, I'm
1: going to go right back to that very first trip I ever made out here. Um, I was 20, 21 years old. Uh, I, the only country I'd ever been to outside of America was Mexico. And, uh, I took this long flight over here. You know, uh, I, I met El Rey, and uh was the Governor it, at the time he was the current governor at the time, the owner out here at c w c and um he he brought me out you know he had heard some good word about me, and I was this up and comer you know nobody had really heard and um this up and coming world champion yeah exactly <laughs> there you go so this was this was two thousand six this is the year this place was built, and I came out here and I cannot tell you how pivotable is that a word I don't know. pivot pivotable of a uh, we're gonna go ahead everybody I'm sure understands what that means yeah. what I'm meaning by it how Pivotable of a point that was in my career, I came out here and filmed one of the biggest banger, I guess I'd say first web edits, because it, it appeared back on uh, my wake, which was a site Hickman had brand, Matt Hickman had made, branched off from Wakeboarding Mag, a place where you could watch web videos, which wasn't very common in Wake. And I filmed this huge, this banger section out there and like filmed it and 36 hours, you know, and it was, it was, it, it just really put my name on the spot. I came back from here, you know, nobody had cable wasn't really this big thing at all in wake. And this was this park that was very feature oriented, which was the direction that I was going with my park riding, And, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm kind of using this as a moment, but it's also a, a point where I can say thank you to these guys like El Ray, you know, that really helped me. And Lou Lee, this is, for those that know who this guy is, you know, he was one of the guys that helped me get out here. And Matt Hickman, um, you know, it really helped take my career off. And, uh, you know, coming out here and meeting actually so many of my best friends in Wake that I had never met before at the time because cable wasn't so big. This brought so many nations together out here. And that's one of the things that we're doing right now. You know, we're bringing people from South America, North America, Australia, Europe, Asia. We're covering every inhabitable continent out here right now. And uh, this is one of the things I love about this. And this is what CWC and and park riding and boat riding do for us. They bring us all together out here, all the nations, you know, as as far as... All the craziness we know what's going on in the U.S. right now and amongst the rest of the world. We're all coming here together to share one common interest, and that's to wakeboard and crown
0: world champions. All right, man. So you were telling me um, about—we were walking to our cottage here, our cabin, and you were (laughs) telling me that uh, your first time here— you had to change your route to the lake. Uh, you had to change your route to the lake because you had a dog that was just a, you know, a rabid. Is it rabid or rabid? Uh, rabid? He could have is rabid. I believe. I don't. You know. I don't know.
1: Technically, I, I'm. I'm a big, big animal lover. Love animals. You know. But uh, yeah, I was telling Dano one of the uh, cabanas that I was staying at. I, I was rooming with another buddy of mine. There was uh, a dog that was there every single day. And he, you know, he was a street dog. He was probably... Honestly, which are pro- street dogs, which are prominent. Prominent out here. Um, you know, he actually, I kind of started thinking about it. He was living the life. There was a pond right in front of him. He's probably getting fed a lot of the food here, the great food here from CWC. So he's probably living, actually, a pretty good life. But, you know, he, he was a little scary looking. So he, I made eye contact with him once, and he stood up and raised his hair at me. So... uh the every day i would avoid seeing this dog and i would you know the walk to the cable from the cabanas is literally probably two minutes or less well it turned into a five minute walk because i had to go walk way around him so because i didn't want to make eye contact with this dog each day and you know i me i like want to go and feed him food but you know i know a lot of a lot of animals have ringworm and things like that so you shouldn't touch them you know and uh this was a guy, I wanted to help him so bad, but he scared me, so I, I, I went the coward
0: way. Well, I don't blame you, dude. Hey, tell me about um, what's, like, the craziest thing you've seen. You, maybe not here in Kamsur, but in maybe Manila, which which is where we spent our first night here in the Philippines, and we didn't actually go out, but um, I, I will say this. As we drove in, and, and you know what? I like to keep things pretty clean here on the podcast-ish, um, but... I. I we were driving through what I would consider to be a pretty um scary and gnarly neighborhood, even though it's a city. Um it's just different. And that's why. It's just different. But I mean there were ladies of the night, there were guys uh flicking cards at our bus trying to
1: You know, Dano, it's it's uh it's 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 just uh I wouldn't even necessarily say it's it's just a different lifestyle. You know, and, and the best way I could relate it to uh to the listeners out there would be like uh it's like going to Vegas, you know, uh, a dark version of Vegas is what I would just say, you know, and, and it's not necessarily like it's rough or, you know, it's just a different lifestyle and a different culture. And, uh, it's, it's, but you know, that's a part of traveling. You get to see things that you don't see back home, you know, and, uh, that's, you learn from it and you, uh, it, it makes you a, a, a much better person to be more cultural, uh, so it's 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 actually one of the things I love about traveling. You
0: know, you it's it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Hey man, I wanted to i i i hit, I hit you up about this a long time ago. I wanted to travel with you. I just felt you know, there's, it, I'm not gonna hide it. I get a little anxiety when I try. I get a little anxiety pretty much any time. In my <laughs> I think life, we all but, do in uh, some extent. Especially these like these like heavy travel loads. You know, it was you know a long trip to get here and you know just thinking about it a lot of um anxious thoughts and whatnot so um but let me let me just ask you this dude so everywhere you've gone man um is there anywhere anywhere that you've been to appreciate but probably not going to go back
1: uh absolutely you know and and um there there's many places you know and 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 i actually it makes me really thankful to be where i live you know like i I now understand completely why home is home and and makes me very appreciative of it you know there's that that's a part of traveling you know like there's places you're gonna love and of course in order to love places there's got to be places you don't necessarily feel the same way about you know so uh there's definitely been a handful of those and um i'm not gonna lie the older i get the more uh is it climatized the way I want to word it It warm-blooded I am a warm-blooded creature man I just want to go further south so you know the cold weather doesn't necessarily treat me as well you know um and, and I actually got to give props to it you know this year the two trips I made to Europe it was like in the 90s both times it was amazing so uh you know pro- props to that like that that makes the biggest difference to me. If it's warm weather, I love it, you know. And I had a great time both trips I made to Germany this year. Weather was amazing, people were great. Um so that's you know that's one of the things that has a big impact on me and that's why I love coming here to CWC. Tom
0: uh before we finish this up, you want to give out some love sponsors?
1: Oh, thank you for that opportunity, Dano. So I'm going I'm going to try to be quick with it because uh you know, I'm, I'm I know we've been out here on the uh talking for a little bit but I definitely want to give thank you to obviously all my peeps at Liquid Force you know Don Wallace Aaron Grace Tony Finn Jimmy Redman the whole crew out there then I you know I gotta say what's up and thank you so much of course to the amazing company of Malibu Axis Bryant Thomas Jack Springer uh, everybody out there um, at that brand it's uh, again they do amazing things my number one family Texas Ski Ranch slash Texas Malibu Blake has Paul Bialik uh, I can newly say Josh Wright again. You know my homie there, best bud. All the all the crew out there, uh, all my Texas peeps, man. We'll even give that Joey Bradley, Bill Geiger, all the the OG crew, Justin Kiefer, all those guys. Uh, continuing on with his Cesatech, you know that means the Lurchenfels, Nico and uh, and his father Christian. You know for giving me an opportunity to be a part of their program, Boardco, uh, the Man family, uh, Mitch and Troy, uh, amazing people, and then um, you know. I want to finish it off, uh, lastly with, uh, thank you to you, Dano, and thank you to the WWA and our points chase crew, everybody else that goes into that. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing group of people, but again, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on this show. Give props to, uh, my friends and, uh, and not only yourself, man, this is one, uh, you guys want to keep on listening to. So make sure you subscribe to the golden Mike podcast.
0: Thanks brother. Hey, uh, social media, Oh, excellent! My,
1: I make it real easy. It's all of them are just at Tom Fouché, uh, Facebook and uh, and Instagram. How you many know?
0: Facebook accounts you got these days? I just have two, and I, you know, I was
1: really weird about. But one they're for both a while. yours, right? They're both mine. Okay, they're, so, they're both mine. Uh, you so make know, make sure when I tag you. <laughs> there is there is a Tom text, and for a while that was like my private one, I guess you'd say. And the only reason why it was because I I, I want to say this. This is actually how long. I, I guess I'd say I've been around for you. You know, I was one of the first thirteen schools to have Facebook. I ha- I got Facebook in two thousand three. Really, I've had it for thirteen years. You
0: know how old I feel is when I see a photo pop up on Facebook. You know, I hate this—the new thing on Facebook. The, um, the yeah, TBT, <laughs> like, like, um, there, and there was one that just popped up recently of a trip that we did back in like oh seven or oh eight to That's Lubbock, it. Texas, and it was like seven years ago today, and it puts this photo up. I'm like, no, that was yesterday.
1: Exactly, you know, and, uh, man, I I got to take two seconds out for how fun that trip was. Uh, Glenn Morris and uh, the guys at Liquid Force let us borrow the LF bus, and we went from Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, all the way to Lubbock, uh, with Joey Bradley, I mean Dano, just go ahead and drop it right now. The whole crew, man, Phil was there, Joey Arches was there. It was gonna be sick. Yeah, did. got Ryan Ryan Davis and the crew from Step Up Productions. It was gonna be sick. Joey yeah. Arches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Dano's Texas sidekick, Justin <laughs> Kiefer, was there on the oh, mic. Oh
0: man, that was a good. That was a good event, man. Hey,
1: and you know what? Vanilla Ice played at that show. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was a it was a huge fight over a skateboard <laughs> deck. Oh, good lord, Tom! Uh, Lubbock,
1: Texas, right there for you. But hey, you know what? That that's what I'm saying. You know, and, and it's I'm I'm extremely grateful and thankful to be able to look back and know that you know that was some of the funnest times and that's another reason why uh wakeboarding and the family that I've, that it has right here is always going to be something you know to cherish you know those times like that were so much fun man
0: hey, and we're lucky also that we live in that age where um our careers have been pretty much captured you know like everything <laughs> absolutely
1: is, man everything is, is out there it was on facebook yeah. eight years ago yeah exactly yeah, so uh it was it was a good time you know and uh uh that's what I was saying. The fact that I was on I've, I've had it for 13 years. So I, w- I had to be, this is funny. Cause I had, I had, you had to have a college email address to get it. we were one of the first schools to have it. So, you know, I got it later out down the road, created a, uh a athlete page, which is just my normal name, you know, F double O S H double E. And, uh, so I have both, whatever, uh, if, if you actually want to, if you want to befriend me, please do it. I do accept all. And, uh, Yes, again, for all the guys out there, uh, I just want to say thank you for being a part and following my career and being a fan and being a uh, a great listener out here and subscribing to the Golden Mike Podcast. Cool. Hey, man,
0: thanks for the extra plug, dude.
1: Oh, uh, no, appreciate it, Dano. It's always an honor to do this. Maybe we should make this
0: a uh, bi-yearly thing, yeah. yearly thing. Yeah, we will. Uh, so let's see here. I had you. You were on episode, I want to say, uh, 11 or 12. Yeah, I think so.
1: Uh, I, would you call it season two?
0: Um, e- sort of, but we're still in season two. I consider yeah. my first eight episodes season one. Okay. And then everything beyond that. <laughs> season is, two. But I like to call it season now. Okay, yeah, season now. I like season that. Season forever. Season forever. That's right. Oh. I haven't, you know, not to stroke my uh, ego any more than I already have on this episode, but um, since, uh, since 2014, I have delivered a podcast episode on the first and, wait, 2014 or two I don't know. For the last two years, <laughs> I have delivered a podcast episode on the first and third Wednesday of every single month. W O W yeah magical whoa. man wow <laughs>
1: w-h-o-a wow
0: whoa whoa <laughs> i can't smell today eh? tom thanks a to ton magical
1: <laughs> uh, dan oh, hey yeah uh, thanks again man i really want to appreciate it and i also want to say thank you to all your sponsors for obviously being able to make this happen and uh man i i gotta lastly in it say this was fun man i had a great time sitting out here on this pu- porch in paradise yeah. on the other side of the world right now uh doing this with you man so uh man i, I just hope we can do this some more i had a great time we will
0: Tom, thanks again.
1: Cheers to you, Dano. Thanks,
0: guys. Ew. <laughs> Boulder Boats is your southwest connection to Malibu and Axis Boats and offers the largest selection of pre-owned towboats in the world. With two locations serving the Las Vegas, Nevada and Phoenix, Arizona areas, Boulder Boats will blow your mind with their large inventory of new and used boats. Aside from offering everything you need to get on the water this year, Boulder Boats takes top honors in customer service. From start to finish, the crew at Boulder Boats will make you feel like family. Boulder Boats accepts trades and offers shipping worldwide. Boulder Boats is always looking for gently used boats, so don't gamble with your time on the water this year. Check out boulderboats.com for the sure win. That's boulderboats.com. Woodrow's is a sunglass company based in Central Florida that manufactures frames from wood and other sustainable materials. With an infrastructure built on a passion for action sports, life on the water, and the love for the great outdoors, there's no doubt Woodrow's handcrafted wooden and sustainable eyewear will fit your lifestyle. Use my promo code MANO 30 and you'll get an additional 30% off your entire order. Once again, that's promo code M A N 30 at woodrow's.com for 30% Sent off everything. That's w o-o-d-r-o-z-e dot com.
1: The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano, presented by
0: C-Deck Marine Products. Oh Tommy football. Texans love football, and so does Tom. Heck, Texas loves Tom. We all love Tom. And I had a great time with Tom Fouchet over there in the Philippines and was stoked to get this interview. We traveled together all the way there and back. We tore up Manila on our last night out there. But most importantly, we were a part of one of the most progressive world championships ever. It's going to be interesting to see where Tom is in a few years from now, but I think it'll be right here. I think Tom will continue progressing, competing, and growing the sport from in front and behind the scenes. So thanks again to Tom, and I'm sure we'll have you back on uh, the Golden Mike podcast a lot sooner than later, my friend. Well, not much in the upcoming events department for me. i uh, been starting to get contacted by a lot of event organizers around the world, but I'm going to hold off just a little before releasing my official schedule for 2017. I will be at Surf Expo later on this month in Orlando, and Possibly a couple of boat shows throughout the winter, but I'll keep you guys all posted on that as the year goes on. Folks, if you haven't heard yet, listen up. I like to work. And if you're interested in having me announce, commentate, do voiceover work, or appear at your next event, or just any question in general, please email me, goldenmike, at noiseofthenorth.com. You can always message me through the Golden Mike Facebook page, but I love to hear from you guys, and some of you listeners don't know that I do voiceovers as as a job. Yeah, it's kind of my side job, so, hey, I'm back on iTunes, make sure you guys find me there and subscribe, please rate and review the podcast, also just got on SoundCloud and I'm currently building the library and plan to have all 57 episodes up by month's end. Follow me on Twitter at the Dano T. Mano and at the Golden underscore Mike on Instagram at DanoT Mano and be sure to like and share the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook page. I'm going to do one more thank you to the king of the cable, Tom fouché for helping me kick off 2017. And now a few more shout outs this time to the sponsors and folks behind the scenes who make the Golden Mike Podcast happen. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski & Surf, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Boulder Boats, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Lead Wake, Jenna Hamill on the web, Rich Walsh on the audio, and thanks to you all for listening 57 episodes straight and this was my first podcast of the year well that's going to do it for today's show appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening once again i'm the noise of the north dan of the Mano, and you can hear me next time right here on the golden light podcast